This is episode 350. I repeat again, this is episode 350 of the greatest talk show on the planet brought to you by the greatest living talk show ever in the 100 years history of talk shows and India's only digital radio talk show. And I welcome you to this special evening broadcast of the weekly show with Aditya episode number 350. Let's quickly move on to what are the highlights for this special broadcast. We will begin with talking about all the milestones achieved till date from the first till the 350th episode of how this talk show has been a model of consistency. There will be endorsements from past guests that how this talk show has made it to the honors board. There will also be the special live commentary of the match between Rajasthan and Punjab and then we will toast to a thousand more episodes. Let's start. The first episode premiered on 26 June 2018. The next milestone was the 25th episode on the 23rd of January 2019. As this talk show became popular, more and more episodes began to be produced. The 50th episode was broadcast on 27 March 2019. The 75th episode on 24th May 2019. The first major milestone was achieved on 14th August 2019. The next milestone was the 125th episode on 16th October 2019. And as this talk show moved further and further, the 150th episode was achieved on 1st January 2020. The 175th episode on 28th February 2020. The 200th episode on 27th of April 2020. The 225th episode on 26th of June 2020. The 250th episode on 21st of August 2020. The 275th episode on 19th of October 2020, the 300th episode on the 16th of December 2020, 2021 began with the 325th episode on 12th February 2020 and tonight we will celebrate the 350th episode on 12th April 2021. But before we go further, let's take a short break.
welcome back. Now let's hear some testimonials from past guests. Hi, this is Saurabh and I uh, would like to congratulate Aditya on reaching a very great milestone of of 250 episodes for his podcast or weekly show with Aditya. Um, I feel very proud to have been associated with, with, with this podcast. I have appeared a bunch of times and Aditya has been a very kind and graceful uh, host. So when I look forward to coming on more episodes and talking about more uh, awesome content with him and here's to 350 more. Hi, this is... Hello Aditya, congratulations for your 350th episode. It's a huge achievement and I have seen how hard you work for the weekly show with Aditya and I'm so happy that you are soaring in popularity and the show is going places. Wish you all the success, best of luck and one day we will celebrate 3500th episode. God. Hi, this is Saurabh. Hello, this is weekly show reached and Hi, this is Saurabh. Hello. Here's to a thousand more episodes before we celebrate that a short break. Welcome back after the break. The live commentary of the match between Rajasthan and Punjab will begin shortly. Let's find out which team won the toss and what did they do. Don't be surprised if either of the teams win the toss and want to bowl first as has been the trend in 20 over matches that they can restrict the team somewhere between 180 and 190 and then capitalize on the dew and the ball skidding onto the bat quickly and make sure that they chase the total which happened in the first match, the second match but the trend reversed in the third match when Hyderabad was not able to chase 190 set by Calcutta and they went on to lose that match by 10 runs. So what will happen in this match as this will complete all the first matches of all the teams and from tomorrow each of the teams will start playing their second match.
for now nothing surprising that probably punjab may have won the toss and elected to field first well in fact it's rajasthan who has decided to field first and the interesting thing is that for rajasthan sanju samson makes his captaincy debut after steve smith was recruited to delhi and let's look at the playing 11 of each of the team no surprise for punjab it will be the opening combination of rahul agarwal they are going with chris gale and not david milan nicolas puran at 4 deepak hooda at 5 a new recruit in charo khan at 6 Jair Chadson, Morgan Ashwin, Riley Meredith, Mohammad Shami, and Arshdeep Singh, which means they have six batters and five bowlers. Out of which they are looking at Jair Chadson, who plays for Perth Scorchers in the Australian domestic competition as the all-rounder. Which means if they lose Rahul, Agarwal, Gale, Puran, Huda early, there would be pressure on number seven. to numbers 11 who are not known for their batting so they have gone with a bowling heavy lineup but the question is had they gone with an extra batter let's say they would have gone with david milan an extra batter and not an extra bowler still they would be questioned why are they not going with an extra bowler here the analytics would say that that their batting is a little weak as their bowlers start from number 7 but jai richardson has done well for perth scorchers in their tournament and of course until this individual jai richardson and riley meredith who plays for hobart hurricanes until they perform for this particular team nobody is going to take these players seriously until they perform in this tournament which i find a little surprising that why don't we give that kind of respect it's all about respect you have to demand command respect this tournament because of its nature that other cricket boards given to releasing their players from national duties and say that yes the players can play this tournament and they can skip their national tournament which is happening in the case of south africa pakistan tournament where seven or eight players who were supposed to continue playing there left and came and are playing this tournament not surprising this will not happen for any other tournament that is not commanding respect that is more of a bullying nature but we shall discuss that later moving on the team for rajasthan it's Josh Butler, Manan Vora, Ben Stokes, Sanju Samson, Riyan Parag, Shivam Dubey, Rahul Tewatia, Chris Morris, Shreyas Gopal, Chetan Sakaria, and Mustafizur Rahman. Now, in this case, they have a more all-rounder kind of setup. From number six, Shivam Dubey, a great all-rounder who's played. a few matches for india he along with vijay shankar and hardik pandya can be the all-rounders that india needs in the fast bowling all-rounders chris morris who doesn't play for south africa anymore and often was the headlines for him being recruited for an expensive amount he did not do well for 
Bangalore, so he was shifted to Rajasthan, and then couple of all-rounders in Shreyas Gopal. So now the pressure is on the opening combination of Josh Butler and Manan Vora with Ben Stokes, Shibam Dubey, Rahul Tevatria, Chris Morris, a lot of ballers. But then the question comes, no Jofra Archer because of injuries and then the quarantine period. Will the loss of Jofra Archer influence how they go about things? Well, let's see what happens because it's difficult to know. Yes, a certain player is missing. But then Jofra Archer over the years has struggled with injuries. He has been... Injuries have prevented him from playing for consistently. So will his loss make a difference to the team? Well, that shall be known once the match starts. And of course, if we look at which team has a chance of going to the semi-finals and the finals eventually, well, what is going to happen is by the third week of May, all the, it, the points will decide which four teams will make it to the semi-finals. Four teams will be knocked out. Out of those four teams which make it to the semi-finals or the playoffs as is the name, Two teams will go to the final out of which three out of which two teams will get a second chance as per their perception of qualifiers. For me, it's a sim simple semi-final tournament or a knockout tournament. So out of four teams making it to the semi-finals, two will be knocked out eventually. Two will make it to the finals. And of course, the top two teams always make it to the finals as was the case in this year's Australian 20 over domestic tournament or the Big Bash League when Perth Scorchers and Sydney Sixers made it to the finals. They played each other in the semi-finals as well and then Sydney Sixers went on to win their third tournament or two in a row. They defeated Melbourne Stars in 2019-2020 and then they defeated Perth Scorchers in 2020-2021. Which of the eight teams has a chance? Well, it's a simple calculation. One team will win the tournament. Which one? Difficult to predict. All the teams have great combination of all-rounders. No team is weak. Yes, when a tournament starts, for example, Bombay or Mumbai, Hyderabad, and Chennai so for other teams who have lost their first match. So the issues will come out that the team was not perfect. They didn't have the proper combination. On the other hand, Bangalore beat Bombay, Delhi beat Chennai and yesterday Calcutta beat Hyderabad. But let me tell you, it's too early to predict. Yes, the first round matches of these teams are over. Right now, the first round matches are going on where each team will play each other once and then the second. But the first round matches will give an indication which teams can make it to the semi-finals along with things like net run rate coming into contention. But before we go, let's take a short break.
I will be back after a short break once the match resumes. Hello. Welcome back after the break. We're just a few minutes away from the match between Rajasthan and Punjab. So let's see what happens now. Punjab has won the toss and elected to bowl. First, will this work for them or work against them? Because it definitely worked against Hyderabad when they wanted to chase yesterday. And of course, one might give an excuse that a particular ground, a particular wicket may make a difference. But in this case, for me, it makes no difference. Whether the ground is small or the ground is big, whether it's Chennai, Delhi, Hyderabad, Calcutta, whatever be the ground. Hyderabad failed to chase 191s yesterday because they lost their openers Warner and Saha, which means in the next match, Saha needs to go out. They need to get back PM Garg, a future Hall of Famer, a future legend for the country and then open with Bedstow and Warner and once Bedstow departs for the test series versus New Zealand he may not go he may be here the players may not select him but remember Williamson will be gone by mid May because he will also need to quarantine again as far as the England conditions are concerned or quarantining in England once again he will need to go through a seven day quarantine which does baffle me wherever you go irrespective of whether you have been in quarantine or whether you've gone whether you have adhered to all the bizarre norms of this particular charade you still have to go to go through quarantine it does baffle me a bit i don't know why does it happen but it's a celebratory day today it's the 350th episode how many talk shows have achieved this milestone in the past 2 to 3 years as far as as far as i am concerned not even 1% of the million talk shows on this planet are as consistent as you saw as far as reaching one milestone after another is concerned it's still a long way to go 1000 episodes is on the horizon it's all about being consistent and will a thousand episodes be achieved yes of course it can be achieved 
it's a possibility it's rare it, it's rare for a talk show where everything is short videos that people are happy with 10 minute videos it's not about being consistent it's about being there all the time a special broadcast at 7 pm was only for this particular night as far as the rest of the episodes are concerned we will shift back to the 10 am broadcast time let's look at the tournament format eight teams to play 56 league matches each team plays the other one twice and then the top four teams qualify for the semi finals and then there is the qualifier one eliminator one qualifier two however is the method and of course the prominent movers chris morris went from bangalore to rajasthan and other players also moved from one place to the other but let's talk about something which they could have adapted from the big bash league the x factor and the points and the 10 over mark points which means if a team has chase 190 and they achieve half the total in 10 overs around 100 runs they get 1 point and then they get 2 points for winning the match which will go on to help them as far as the tournament is concerned and x factor of course x factor player can be used as far as the way the change the power play four overs power play and then two overs power play can be taken between overs number 11 and over number 15 they could have adapted that which shows how that particular tournament the australian domestic tournament has adapted has is credible and this tournament is all about the moola then the quality yes players are there if you look at the players who play in other teams nicolas puran plays for melbourne stars jai richardson plays for perth scorchers how many people would know this riley meredith plays for hobart hurricanes he bowls at over 150 jai richardson comes in as the all rounder at number 7 and then a couple of spinners surprise that there is no ravi bishnoi it's surprising josh butler used to play for Sydney Sixers before the current events and the past events forced him not to go there in fact a lot of australian players refused to play their own domestic tournament but they have agreed to play this one which is the way it is and that's how it's adapt and and that's how the things work for rajasthan of course tevatia Shreyas Gopal, Chris Morris are the all-rounders, and don't be surprised if they open with Mustafizur Rahman, who is from Bangladesh, and Chris Morris, the all-rounders, and Rahul and Mayank Agarwal opening. It will be a very interesting thing as to how Rahul and Agarwal play because Rahul has been heavily criticised for his. strike rate of 130 plus 
do i think a strike rate of 130 is good i think a strike rate of 130 is excellent it's a brilliant strike rate of course another player was heavily came down upon for a strike rate of 117 i think even a strike rate of 117 is good because strike rate can change as per the match situation you don't have to score 20 of 10 balls all the time and we are just 40 seconds away from the match and the players are still enjoying the time in the dugout which is surprising but that's the way it is and that's the way it will be so now punjab have a new jersey which mirrors the jersey of bangalore how do they decide the jersey color baffles me because for a while i thought it was mang it was mang agarwal for bangalore because that jersey 1930 mirrors the jersey of bangalore and of course they're going to open with a spinner chetan sakaria who's making his debut and let's see how this particular match goes and of course debuting here is bigger than debuting anywhere else and it's not surprising that this particular event has happened and they have decided to go with sanju samson as the keeper so right now there are couple of wicket keeper captains and it will be interesting to see as to how this particular match goes punjab rajasthan two neighboring countries in the north playing in bombay that's i already talked about that home advantage is a misnomer there is nothing like home advantage you win the toss or you lose the toss if punjab scores 200 runs rajasthan has to score one run more so we are ready keeper slip point gully short extra cover mid on and fine leg the first ball bit of swing it was nicely bowled by chetan sakaria good delivery full and nearly got him so an excellent first ball there could be swing on offer and he got an inside edge otherwise he was gone for all money and they decided to run the first ball in fact they've changed the color from pink to a slightish reddish color interesting so the second ball of the match as he bowls left arm spinner this time another inside edge but they run quickly for a single and the strike is rotated nicely so the first runs on the board for punjab super kings or punjab royals course this guy is not an all and out all and all and out and out fast bowler but it will be a long way to go before we can even discuss that so the third ball mang agarwal who was dropped from the indian team is looking to get back but there are so many opening contention there's rahul there's mang there's gill there's rohit there's dhawan there's prithvi shaw they can't just carry a horde of openers for the world cup and if this tournament is seen as a qualification for players for the world cup i disagree with that 
This time he cuts, he cuts through point, short, wide, and the first boundary of the match. So Mayank Agarwal gets going. It was short, wide, and a good attempt by the fielder at point, but it beat him. And one of the smaller boundaries, as is often the discussion. And it beats the fielder at deep point. It was another good delivery. And the bounce took the ball to the boundary. The three balls, five runs, a great start by Punjab Super Kings or Punjab Royals and Rajasthan Kings. Let's get ready for the fourth ball of this match. This time straight to third man but no runs. Usually such shots often beat the fielder but this time it goes straight to the fielder. Had this shot gone past the fielder it would have been oh no once again the modern day field setup. Fine leg inside the circle, third man inside the circle, nobody at third man. Now this is what baffles me. The captains, the players, the coaches who do all this, they know that there will be a guide to third man. Why don't they keep third man deep? Once again, this time plays it away and they take a quick single and this would, and this would have been a run out had he hit. Good attempt by Chris Morris. He would have been gone had he, had he hit. And let's talk about something even more interesting, dropped catches. Why do we talk about dropped catches in the first place? If a catch is dropped, a catch is dropped. As we see this quick single taken. So the final ball of the first over coming up. I won't be surprised if this match if the first innings doesn't finish in 90 minutes, it will never finish. This time on the pads, past the keeper, 10 from the first over and Rahul and Mayank have begun in an aggressive fashion. First over gone, 0 for 10. So the nerves coming from the young man, I would not call it bad bowling. I would say that yes, he bowled on the pads. Had he missed the pad, it would have been LBW. So I think that was a good ball. He got an edge and this, is, this has happened millions of times. So I'm not surprised by what has happened so far and let's see what happens now. So many opening contentions. Kohli himself wants to be an opener. Rohit is already an opener. Dhawan doesn't play well for the national team but somehow he's under zero pressure when he plays for his domestic team which surprises me. As the second over will be most likely bowled by Chris Morris or Mustafizur Rahman. Not surprising as to who will bowl the second over. So Mayank Agarwal on strike and Mustafizur Rahman. He played for Hyderabad for a while, comes back. This time, once again, guide to third man and an inside edge will take the ball to the boundary. It will be cut off by the fielder and they will come back for two. Great fielding effort. The ball was parried and it didn't result in 
a boundary. So if they know this guy, these guys are going to drag the ball to the third man, guide it past the keeper, past the fielders inside the circle because of the six overs, fielding restriction, then why don't they get the field set in that manner? You know you have six over restrictions, you can have two fielders outside and have two fielders outside. This time a huge appeal, probably pitching outside leg. The umpire not out says the umpire, probably a good call. What was he appealing for? Are they going for the review? They have decided not to go for the review. Not out says the umpire, probably a good call. Probably pitched outside leg or was the height a factor? We'll know very soon. It pitches in line, so it wasn't pitching outside leg. Maybe it hit him below the knee roll, but the baller indicates that it would have gone on to miss the leg stump. This time, nicely played, and they take a single. So, good start by. The baller from Bangladesh, who was considered another hero, but he, like many players who were given so much of importance, faded away. Well, that was out. They could have gone for the review. Maybe the captaincy debut and other things got into play, they could have gone for the review. At best, it would have been umpire's call. Would have, the decision would have been overturned. So huge let up because there are so, so many experienced players. The baller himself is an experienced player. He could have convinced the keeper to go for the review because the keeper is blinded by the batter. As we come, this time another full delivery inside edge and they will take a single soap. A chance missed by the fielding team. Yes. Sanju Samson may be making his captaincy debut, but he's played over 100 matches. So, why did they decide not to review? As we look at the foreign players, Ben Stokes, Butler, Morris, and Mustafa Zareman. For Punjab, Gale, Puran, Richardson, and Meredith. And people talk about age. Gale is 42 and he is still playing. How long will he continue? No one knows. As he comes in to bowl the fifth ball of this over, this time past the keeper and the umpire wrongly calls it a wide. I do not agree with this that it's a wide. It's not a wide. So 15 runs, 10 balls going just around 8 runs, 7.5 to 8 runs per over. And it's too early to say which team has a chance of winning this match. Remember last time Rajasthan chased down a total of 220 in a similar smaller ground as we bowled the fifth ball. This time Mayank flicks. Will they come back for the second? They will take the risk and they will come back for the second. It was the ball had gone to deep mid wicket and they come back for the second. So 17 runs, 11 balls. In fact, Manan Vora played for Punjab. Shivam Dubey played for Bangalore. So, I don't see this as a debut. How can this 
be seen as a debut. They have played. They may be playing for another team, but they are not playing their first match. Unlike Sakarya, they are not playing that. This time, flicked away once again on the pads. This time, it beats Midon and ends the over with the boundary. It started off well, but it results in the boundary. Two overs gone, 0 for 21. So, as I was saying, it's not a debut. You may be playing for another team, but it's not a debut. It is not debut. Shivam Dube did not fit in the plans of Bangalore, so they sent him to Rajasthan. But it, it's quite a, a surprising thing which often happens, right? It's not a debut. I would not say it's a debut. You're shifting your team, but you have played the tournament. So there are no loyalties in this case. There can never be any loyalties in this case. As first ball, this time played away straight to the fielder, no one. So 21 for 0, 2.1 overs. The last ball was flicked beautifully and the same guy could not was getting out in a similar fashion against Mitchell Stark because it was played in Australia and it was Mitchell Stark, a taller bowler. He was playing in the same style, batting on middle and leg and he was getting bold and getting LBW. So was Prithvi Shaw and Prithvi Shaw plays one knock and everybody says, wow, what a turnaround. No, I will not see that. This time, once again, a huge appeal on the pads. Not out, says the umpire. Probably a good call. So 14 balls, 21 runs, couple of boundaries, wides, all happening. This time it pitches. This time is it going over? Will it be a different decision compared to the previous over? As we get ready for the 15th ball of the match. The baller bowls, the batter plays straight to the fielder where there's cover, deep cover is there. Deep point, whatever be the fielding position. So 22 runs in two and a half overs. Good start so far. But that's a long way to go as far as this is concerned anything is possible right now they may lose a wicket he may decide to bring chris morris after after in the fifth over or bring one of his spinners and i and i think someone like rahul tevatiya will not bowl at all let me tell you that yes he hit those five six in the previous tournament and got his team but that's not going to happen again that was just a bit of luck small grounds Hitting blindly, just a bit of luck. And it happened, if it happened. This time, there's an edge. And the debutant gets a wicket. As I said, Mayank was looking to be aggressive. He was, he gave himself room, went for the outside edge, and he got the wicket. So, good knock from Mayank. 
14 of 9 comes to an end. And this was more of the batter's mistake than the bowler's efforts. This time it was bowled wide. He tempted him into that shot. And a simple catch to the captain. So, will the review come back to haunt them? As far as Rajasthan is concerned, well, we shall know that very soon. So, 1 for 22 in 2.4 overs. Agarwal goes after playing a good knock of 14 runs. So, who comes in number 3? Is it Puran? Is it Gale? It will be very interesting. Does Chris Gale have the energy to play out 18 overs? They can send Nicholas Puran, who is still def- relatively younger and can form that partnership with Rahul. But if you are sending a 42-year-old and telling him that you take singles and not hit sixes, if Gale comes, he may get out of the next 2 or 3 overs. He may not last for long and then Punjab will be 30-4-2 in 4 overs and struggling. So I would send Puran as the more sane choice. For me, Gale is there for name and not for his work. He's there only, they're keeping Gale because of the name. He's a name that attracts. But beyond that, he's, for me, he's done as far as his cricket is concerned. But Gale comes in, not surprising at all. And the first ball, he decides... Last time, as soon as Punjab had recruited Gale into the team, they had started winning matches because Gale was at factor at number 3. And this time they decided, let's go with Gale with the first match. And maybe he hit 50 or 20 and they get to 220. Because there's still a couple of good fast bowlers coming in. So it will be very interesting to see. I still think the jersey is too close to the jersey of Bangalore. So I don't know how to decide the jerseys. As Gale comes in, this time once again he lets it go. So this results in one run and five balls, one run from this over. And Gale says, I will let the ball go. And if Gale lets the ball go because he's Chris Gale, he will be forgiven for it because he can score 50 or 20 balls with five sixes in matter of minutes. So it's a slightly... Weaker batting if you are considering Jai Richardson and number 7. Which means the pressure is now on Rahul and Gale to play more and more. And make sure that they play at least till the 15th, 16th over. And then the likes of Puran, Huda can come in and finish off the match. So it will be a very interesting thing as to how they cannot be aggressive. They cannot afford to get out. But... They cannot afford to let the run rate go down. Otherwise, they may end up scoring 150. So, it's a catch-22 situation as far as Punjab are concerned. And Chris Morris, who was recruited from Bangalore, he did well for them. But these recruitments often happen. He played for Chennai for a while. He played for Delhi for a while. So, where is the loyalty? There is no loyalty. He'll play when the money is. As Chris Morris comes in and miss and uh, the batter moves away, says that there is some movement behind the screen, which is surprising. There are no spectators. The only people are the 
production staff and the coaching staff and the team management so what moved what distracted the batter surprises me but let's carry on so three overs one for 22 morris gets a chance to bowl third over of the match edge and past first slip and a short third man for four the trick almost worked but this is not australia the ball will not bounce these are well the pitch is meaningless but in australia this would have gone straight to the fielder but here a good edge and none of the fielders had any chance of gathering the ball and after a while the slips will also go away and this will happen in the last few overs as the batters will begin to be aggressive as morris bowls this time rahul plays it away for another boundary in fact it's fielded beautifully by the fielder and they get two runs but the umpires will take a look because his body was very close to touching the boundary rope and the ball simultaneously so a couple of multiple angles and i think he has saved the boundary for his team well he saved the boundary for his team nicely fielded by the fielder and he has saved two important runs for his team it hit him but he was far away from in fact as he slid his ball was touching him on his back and he was sliding across the boundary but that's bad luck he cannot give four for that that is unfair that is completely unfair if this goes for a boundary that is unfair it hits him that's how you feel you know the reward that you know that the ball will go where you intended to go and when you slide it will hit the boundary ropes and if the boundary ropes are kilometers away from the holdings then expect this to, and then multiple angles reveal what finally the third umpire says it's two runs this time once again morris bowls fast and rahul goes back we get ready for another so one for 
16 and a half overs, 1 for 28 at a run rate around 6, 7 and a half runs per over. So we get ready for the fifth ball of the fourth over. This time played away and the umpire says wide. Poor decision once again down the leg side in the wide. As I said the dilemma is they have they don't have a longer batting lineup. They have all-rounders from number seven though Richardson can be an all-rounder in this case. As we get ready for the fifth ball because that was a wide, a poorly given wide. This time Rahul plays a slow delivery and they will take a single and Chris Gale who let two balls go will be itching to get a couple of sixes which means if the spinners come on he will be looking to attack them. So it will be a very interesting situation as to how it happens. What kind of a total is good on this particular ground? I think anywhere between 160 and 170 will be good. Yes, Rajasthan has a good batting lineup. They have Butler and Stokes and whatnot who can chase. But then the other team was also there to defend. So let's see what happens as Gale gets ready. Good Yorker, but he digs it out to the fielder and he gets off the mark. Four gone at 7.5 runs for the over. Punjab are one for 31. So one for 31. Four overs. This will the final two overs of this particular broadcast coming up. As Gale defends, as Mr. Fizerman gets his third over, second over in fact, he bowled one over and then now let's see what happens. So going relatively slow after four overs, one for 31, though they can accelerate when the time comes. So let's see what happens because as I said, a slightly weaker batting, bowling heavy, pressure on Puran. This time Gale plays it away once again, poorly played and he gets away with an inside edge close to the stumps. Believe me, if Gale had got out, he wouldn't have been criticized as another individual who is just a year younger to him. 
in this case 40 42 doesn't make much of a difference and gale somehow ran for a single which is a big deal so one for 32 4.2 overs rahul going well with the strike rate of just over 100 and he has been often criticized for having a strike rate of around 130 but i think it's a good strike rate you can't expect to have a strike rate of overall strike rate 130 perfect strike rate of 120 perfect anything over 100 strike rate perfect can't criticize can't analyze such bizarre norms as rahul this time he plays it away for another single nicely done they know they cannot afford to get out so they have to bat like this they decide to go with that kind of team where they have certain players and they have they're falling short of certain players which means the pressure is on Puran, Huda and the debutant but the more of the pressure is on Gale as Gale bowls flicks on the pads and that cannot be a wide why is that a wide? That's another poor wide given by the umpire. That's a poor wide. That is not a wide. That is not a wide. That is an extremely poor decision by the umpire. That was close to the stumps. The batter moved towards the leg stump and it had been wided. Poor call. Poor, poor call. As Gale bats under pressure. And stand and deliver the first boundary for Chris Gill. As I said, he doesn't mind taking a few balls to settle down because he'll hit blindly. That's his job. He can hit 50 of 20 with 8 sixes, and people will say a job well done. It was pitched up and in the first in the first few overs where there are no fielders outside with eight balls remaining. As far as the fielding restrictions are concerned, they will take advantage of this. As we come to the final couple of balls, this time once again swings hard and straight to the fielder. Well, this ends episode number 350 of India's only digital radio talk show as another milestone is dusted off. I will be seeing you at the next episode, episode number 351 on the 14th of April 2021. It's 20 hours. For more awesome content, tune into the next episode of the weekly show.